Welcome to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. If you're on a mission to be more frugal with both your time and money, you're in the right place. In this podcast, we talk about topics that help enhance living a frugal lifestyle. The goal is to save time and money where we can so that we can use the rest on what matters most to us. We talk a lot about both time and money management so that we can waste as little as possible on both. We do this while also embracing a progress over perfection mindset. If that sounds good to you, then please stick around for the latest episode right after a few quick words from our sponsor. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Lola's Frugal Life podcast. So a couple things before we get into today's topic. I do want to share um, my quick life update and loving lately's. Um, so... The one funny story for my life update is that last week, um, my daughter went to a Halloween, um, like one of those like scary Halloween house or walkthrough type things with some of her friends. And we, um, we dropped her off and we didn't want to, we weren't sure like how long it was going to take for them to be done. So we didn't want to go all the way back home because it was kind of like a far ride. Um, but we decided there's like a reservoir nearby, nearby. So we decided to go walk at the reservoir and then come back and get her as soon as she said she was ready to be picked up. So my original plan was to set a timer for a half hour, walk for a half hour, turn around, walk back. That way we'd be done within an hour because we thought it would take her at least an hour to do the, the thing that she was doing, maybe a little bit longer, but that way we'd be safe and we could easily get her. Well, for some reason I decided that I thought we should try and walk the whole reservoir Um, because I thought that we would probably have time to walk the whole thing, but I don't know what I was thinking because we did not have anywhere close to the amount of time that we needed to walk the whole thing and get back to our car before she was probably going to be done. So we're we're walking and we're walking really fast. Like I'm starting to panic because I'm thinking she's going to text any minute um, and need to be picked up and we're not going to even be anywhere near the car and who knows how long we still have to walk and we're just like walking really fast and it got dark because it's not you know it gets dark like quickly now and much earlier than we're thinking it's going to and we're like walking and walking and suddenly um, we see like lights coming down the, the trail of the reservoir and it's a park ranger and we're getting um, basically kicked out of the park because the park was closed which we didn't even realize that it like officially closed at night And had they not found us, they were going to lock our cars up in the parking lot and we wouldn't have been able to leave to get my daughter. Thankfully, I would have had someone I could have called my son or something and asked him to go pick her up. But my car would have been locked in at the reservoir. And um, it was just kind of like we wound up having to get on this like Cub Cadet type thing with the Ranger. And he had to drive us all the way back to the car and explain to us that the park was closed. We weren't allowed to be in there. And we didn't really get in any trouble. Thank goodness. They were really nice about it because we clearly didn't wasn't intentional and you know we explained that I was like kind of really panicking as it was anyway because I was afraid my daughter was gonna um, text us to come and we didn't know how far we had to walk and we still actually did have quite a ways to walk and um, the funny thing was is as soon as we um, got into the like little cub cadet thing 
and um, he started driving us back to the parking lot. I got the text from my daughter that said, you can come get me now. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> knowing that I'd, we'd be back at the car in a couple of minutes. So that was just kind of like a, a funny story. And um, thankfully everyone was very nice and we didn't get in any trouble for actually being in the park for quite a bit after the park technically closed. Um, and then my loving lately for this week is my seasonal pillow covers. So a few years ago, um, I started getting seasonal pillow covers on Amazon. Um, they're super inexpensive and some of them are just really, really cute. And I love them because they don't take up any space when you're not using them. Like if you had actual um, pillows that you had to store, the pillow covers you could just swap out with the seasons. And um, I just took off, I had these cute like spring ones that wound up staying on all summer, but uh, cause I didn't really have any other like summer type that I wanted to change to. But anyway, I took off the spring ones and I put my Halloween ones on and they're, they're really cute and I really love them. And I just think that seasonal pillow covers are a great option for decorating because they really kind of make a big difference having having those out you know it's kind of like it's something that you notice and um, they can be really cute and they're really inexpensive and my favorite part is that they're just easy to store so that's what I wanted to share for for that loving lately today oh and one other thing I definitely want to share is that I did get another five-star um, rating and review on Apple Podcasts. so thank you th thank you so much for taking the time to um, go and write this review it's from Mrs. I'm just going to say Mrs. P Hop. I don't really know exactly how to say it's 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 M-R-S-P-H-O-P and um, it says meal plans and it's five stars. It says Lola is very down to earth and easy to listen to. She has a lot of good ideas and I enjoy listening to the meal plans to get ideas for new things to try. So I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for leaving that review. I know it takes time to go and make an effort to do that, but I really, really do appreciate it so much because it really does help. Um, with the show being promoted to other people. The more ratings and reviews I get, the more they're gonna promote it out to more people. So if you wanna support the show and um, help me grow this podcast, that is one of the easiest and best ways you can do it. So thank you again so much for that review. I really, really appreciate it. So for today's episode, I wanted to talk about planning your 2024 holiday budget. So I am definitely not one to rush the holidays. I don't love that most of the stores already have Christmas stuff out, even though Halloween is still a couple weeks away. But I do feel like when it comes to budgeting for the holidays, now is the perfect time to tighten up your holiday budget. And if you don't have a budget for the holidays, you can still take the time now to create one so that you don't find yourself overspending when the time comes. What I actually really like to do is get my holiday budget planned as part of my budget for the year. So I kind of do it at the beginning of the year before the year starts. That way I can be sure that by the time the holidays come, I have enough money to cover my budget. Or if something else has come up during the year, that's caused us to spend a lot extra on some type of emergency or something we weren't expecting. I still have time to kind of take a look and see what I might be able to cut out. So whether you're reviewing your budget to ensure that it still works for you or you're starting from scratch, taking a look at it now can really make the holidays more enjoyable because knowing that your budgeting part of that is taken care of can really help you just kind of relax and enjoy the season and not have to spend so much time um, thinking about money and how much it's going to cost and if you have enough um, money set aside to purchase the things that you want to purchase. So 
There were many, many years that I did not plan too much for spending that would occur during the holiday season. And we would always spend way more than we could afford. And I really had no method of tracking what I was spending and there was no budget. It was budgeting was non-existent. And I never considered all of the costs that come up during the holidays above and beyond gift giving. And at the time, I also had this terrible idea in my head that to show someone how important they were, I had to buy these like extravagant gifts and expensive gifts that were way more expensive than what we could really afford. But I wanted to, you know, get special things for people. And um, and above that, I didn't I didn't even plan for any of those other like non gift related holiday expenses. And then January would come around and we'd have to figure out how to make up for the damage we had just done to our finances because of all of this holiday spending. So over time, as I got more educated on finances and budgeting, I realized how important it was to start really budgeting and really sticking to a budget for the holidays. And then as that started to happen, that's when I started to realize that there was so many other things to think about besides just budgeting for the gifts themselves. But what's most important when you start thinking about your holiday budget is to really just kind of think about what is most important to you? Because knowing what is most important to you about the holiday season can help you focus on where you want your money to go. And it can also make it easier to make cuts if you find out that your budget's too high once you get it all down on paper. Because the thing is that in reality, the holidays don't really have to be so expensive and they don't have to be so stressful. For the most part, the expense and the stress is something that we mostly create ourselves. You know, we can definitely feel, like I said, that we need to get like the best gifts for everyone and like do all of the things. But if you can really just give yourself a little bit of time to think it through and consider what you really value most and focus on that, it can make the holidays a lot more enjoyable and it can help you create a budget that is within what you can afford and not create all this stress of having to spend more money than you might have available or more money than you just want to spend on the holidays. So one of the most important pieces, I think, of your holiday budget process is really thinking through all of those like ancillary costs that are outside of the presents you give pe people. It's not just a, a, a holiday budget is not just a list of individuals we want to buy gifts for with the amounts that we want to spend on them. It's really important to consider that there's often a lot more expenses that come up during the holiday season than the cost of gift giving. And if you cannot or do not want to spend too much during the holidays, it's still important to go through this process. So it's easy to not realize how much potential spending there can be during this time. So you really kind of think through everything that is that is going to be coming. And it'll also help you see if you have enough money to spend on all the things that you want to spend on. Because it's much better to know at the beginning and then you can make adjustments and decisions on what you want to change until waiting until after you um, have already gone out shopping and come home and realize that you spent way more than you thought you were going to spend. So it, it kind of gives you that opportunity to make changes beforehand rather than having to feel stressed out or upset because you spent more money than you were really expecting. So some categories that you want to make sure you include in your holiday budget, of course gifts, um, you want to make a complete list of everyone you purchase gifts for and you want to make sure you don't forget things like teachers, dance instructors, sport coaches, work events, anything like that that you're going to wind up purchasing a gift for. And I'm certainly not saying that you need to purchase a gift for everyone that has any interaction with your child or yourself over the course of the year. 
But if you do plan to purchase gifts for any of those types of people, um, you wanna make sure you include it in the budget. And then gift giving supplies. That would include things like tissue paper, gift wrap, tape, gift bags, gift tags. Um, anything that you're gonna need to prepare those gifts to give to the individuals that you bought them for. I always like to try to stock up on those types of things during the holiday clearance sales on the previous year, but I do always end up winding up needing to get something else because um, you know, you wind up running out of tape or, or gift tags or whatever, something that you didn't think of and you didn't pick up on sale last year. Then there's special events. Um, we usually do some type of like drive-through light display that might have like a flat fee per car, or sometimes there's like home displays in our area that collect money for a charity that I might wanna put some money aside for. So you wanna think through like any special events that you might wanna attend during the holiday season um, that have like some type of a fee involved, or maybe that you have to bring a prepared dish to, or anything like that that will have some type of cost associated. And then of course, food and drinks. Um, for example, maybe you like to buy sparkling cider or some type of alcohol or soda or anything that's kind of outside of your normal spending habits. Those are all gonna add up during the holidays. So you wanna make sure you think through any of those things. If there's anything special um, that you might not normally purchase, like do you make any special meals or desserts or um, anything like that, those are gonna wind up costing more than what your typical grocery budget would be. So any of those extra costs should be part of your budget. Like for example, whenever I talk about holiday budgets, I always share, um, me and my daughters always go to IHOP for breakfast each year on Black Friday. It's just something we, we do. We honestly don't really do that much shopping on Black Friday, but we just kind of like make it a thing and we'll go out and get breakfast and we'll kind of walk around some of the stores and just kind of see what's going on. So in my holiday budget, I include the cost of that IHOP breakfast because I know that we're going to do that. So it's just nice to know it's already included in the budget and we could just go do it and I don't have to think about the cost of it so much. Um, and then other things that you might wanna consider, are you gonna be traveling? Do you need money, extra money for gas or for a rental car um, or anything else that might, um, any other expenses that might come up as a result of traveling? Are you gonna be sending out holiday cards? Um, if so, do you need to buy stamps for them? Are you gonna be doing like any gingerbread house kits or any of those other fun little things if you have kids or if you just like to do them yourself? Um, do you like to go shopping maybe the day after Christmas? I, me and my daughters usually like to go, like I said, we'll go um, look for like wrapping paper, maybe some decorations, whatever. If we see anything that's good, we'll go out and pick it up. So I like to have some money put aside for that. Although I found that in the last several years, we hardly ever find anything good <laughs> except for like the wrapping paper and um, things like that. It seems like all of the decorations go on sale like Bef like a month before Christmas or something. I don't know when they start the clearance, but they never have anything good on clearance now. It's pretty much like wiped out already by the day after Christmas. But anyway, um, that's just something that I put a little bit of money aside for. And then I also include the cost of New Year's Eve um, in my holiday budget too, just because I know I'm gonna be buying things like appetizers, drinks, hats, maybe those little blow things that make sounds. Um, you know, things like that. And it's just more convenient for me to just include it as part of my um, holiday budget for the year. So that's included in there. Um, so, and then of course I always include some miscellaneous dollars because it's just nice to have a little bit of a cushion 
um, if you can afford to put that in there because some things always wind up coming up that you might not have thought of and it's nice to just know that you have a little cushion in there if you need it. And then of course, once you have everything down on paper and you have your complete budget together, that's when you can take the time to make cuts if needed. It's really important to kind of look at the whole big picture and then you can see what your total is gonna be um, and then trim here and there where you need to. If you, if you find that you're spending too much on gifts, you know, depending on how many people you have on your list, you can um, you probably usually pretty easily trim that down a little bit, even if you just reduce everyone by a smaller amount, it can kind of make a little bit of a decent difference by, by cutting those down. Or maybe you decide instead of going to two events, you can only go to one, or you know, it really kind of gives you an opportunity to look at what your um, budget is and where you can make changes to get it to where you want it to be. And then of course, most importantly, the whole purpose of having a budget is that you wanna actually stick to it. It can be so easy to get caught up in all the excitement of the holidays, but it's really important to make sure you stick to the budget that you set. Um, when you're shopping for gifts, really try to take your time and find something that's special and also fits within your budget. Um, because unless you know that there's definitely some extra dollars in your budget, you don't wanna just grab stuff that wasn't on your list. It, those impulse purchases can really wind up blowing your budget. When the stores are set up this time of year, to really play on your emotions and get you to make those impulse purchases. So just be really careful to not just start grabbing things that you didn't plan for because that is where you wind up killing your budget. If you, if you purchase gifts that are within the dollar amount that you budgeted for the person, then you don't have to worry about going over. It's really just those other ancillary things that you wanna, that you kinda need to just be careful of to make sure that you're not overspending there. But if you stick to the dollars that you set, it can be pretty simple to stick within your holiday budget. One of the most important things though to make sure that you're spending what you said you were gonna spend is to track your expenses. So if you're not staying on top of what you've spent, it can be really difficult to stay on budget because you don't remember what you spent and for like what you spent on who and what you still have to spend. Um, I know myself, I can easily forget the people who I already purchased items for. So I like to try to record my purchases against my budget like the second I get home from a shopping trip or immediately after making an online purchase. Otherwise I totally forget and then I'll have to dig through the bag and remember what was for who and, and what the cost was. So I like to have the receipt in my hand as soon as I come home and just put it down right away. And then when I go out shopping, I'll either bring um, a printout or an electronic version of my most recent updated budget that shows me what I already purchased and what I have left to purchase. It just makes it a lot easier for me to remember who I still need to shop for and um, how much I have available to spend. And then just kind of some other random tips. Um, you always wanna kind of keep notes for next year, especially if you're um, new to this process. If you realize that there were some expenses that you did not think to include in your budget or that you did not budget enough for, just make a note for your file now for next year. That way you can make adjustments or be more mindful of the amount you're spending on those things. And most importantly, don't stress yourself out by buying more than you can afford. It's, it really is true that it's the thought that counts, so really keep that in mind when you're tempted to purchase gifts above your budget for someone. There is usually something that they will like just as much that fits within your budget if you just take the time to find it. And you'll end up feeling much better and you can enjoy your days and spend time doing what you enjoy, 
um, for the holidays and not have to worry about your budget and the fact that you've overspent for the year. You don't wanna to have to worry about recovering from overspending when the new year starts. So that's it for today. I hope you found this episode helpful and I hope you um, take a little bit of time to take a look at those holiday budgets and set yourself up for a great holiday season. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you back here next week. So thank you for checking in for this podcast episode. And don't forget, you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. And you can find a blog post for most of my episodes and definitely all of my meal plan episodes at lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I could see your listening. Also, if you can please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, those ratings and reviews are what help the show come up better in search results so that other people can find this podcast. So that will really help me in growing my audience. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an awesome day.